Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of consignment chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 87 of Consignment Chats. Libby, how you doing? Great. Great. Especially great now because of some of the things we want to tell you about. Oh, my goodness, y'all. Okay, we've got a guest coming in today. All right. I'm going to say he's from Consign Cloud. He is the CEO of Consign Cloud. And before we believe everybody should be consignment ready. So if you're a reseller who hasn't done consignment, this is still going to be for you. So listen, let's get our inventory management on and let's go hear what he has to say. All right, y'all, as promised, here he is. This is our friend, John, and welcome. Welcome to Consignment Chats. John, how are you doing? Great. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, I haven't given them any information because we like to we like to make people hang on and let you be the one to do it. So start by giving us a little introduction of who you are and what your position is with the company and, and all that good info, where you're located. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just a humble software developer. I joined Consign Cloud in 2016. Uh, a friend of mine, Austin Storm, runs a consignment company up here in Moscow, Idaho, uh, up in northern Idaho, and uh, they wanted a developer to help uh, help work on the software. So I joined that, and over the next six years uh, to date, I I was the last employee standing basically. So I've I've essentially inherited the CEO role. So I'm in charge of everything. Um, so sometimes I introduce myself as a software developer. Sometimes I introduce myself as the CEO. Um, but uh, we're a pretty small company, so I like to I like to keep it informal and small. So. <laughs> I think we get it both, right? We get both. It's so rare to work with somebody that has been on the development side, but also is the front facing um, person in the business. And when you find that combination of person that really understands the customers, understands the business, but also understands the technology behind it. Whoa. All right. You are special. It's a fun (laughs) way I can say. I feel like I'm always being stretched. I'm basically out of my depth in in any given situation. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I disagree with that, but okay. Right? <laughs> and I have to say, so I grew up in Moscow, Pennsylvania. So I was super oh, really? excited when I saw your location was in Moscow, Idaho, because I'd always knew that there was another Moscow out there, but I'd never met anybody from there. So that was kind of. That's Just so a little funny. aside, I thought and it was kind of fun. <laughs> I'm only familiar with the Moscow Mule, so I guess I. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every so often, we'll get someone who who asks, "So, are you are you Russian? Are you in Russia?" Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I've definitely dealt with that as well. Um, all right, so you are the CEO, behind the scenes software developer. How did you Sorry, get in? world of consignment and reselling yeah well i mean like i said it was it was a software thing a friend of mine runs a runs a store and so i just kind of took the job on and i started leaning into it 
you know, a couple of years ago, our marketing guy left. And so I started having to learn the marketing side. So I've, I've researched, you know, resale and retail best practices. I've talked to a lot of store owners over the years, especially, you know, through customer support kind of stuff. And, um, you know, the, the key to success, I think, in any, any kind of software business, especially is listening to your customers and, and understanding exactly what they want. So that's been my job. And as I take on more hats, that's kind of the, the core of all of it. You know, to be a CEO, you you just make some decisions and hire some people in accordance with that main mission. Uh, to be a marketer, you have to understand your customers and what they're going to be Googling and clicking on. Uh, to be a customer service person, you have to understand kind of what the pressure they're under is. You know, a lot, of the, a lot of the time people will come at us from, you know, point of sale where they have a customer in front of them. So, yeah, I mean, that's how I got into it is is through all these different things. When I was, you know, in college, I got a liberal arts degree. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So it all kind of happened to me. Um, ultimately, though, I've I've really enjoyed doing it. Uh, resale and consignment is is a wonderful area to be in, you know, just as in terms of like kind of familiarity and cordiality. Everyone is very polite and kind and enthusiastic. And then you have mm-hmm. the whole kind of like ethical business side of things, which is nice. Um, and I like small things. I used to work at a bigger software company. It just, it just wasn't for me. So it's a very, it's a very nice niche to be in. Not a big one, not a, not an exciting one necessarily from from what what other people might necessarily think, but uh, I've enjoyed it. So we, I think, a lot of resellers will absolutely relate to the fact of wearing so many different hats and having to understand so many different parts of, of business, and you know, software and customer service and marketing. Like a lot of us do it all. We do and it having also. when meeting you. That was the first thing I think that made us go, okay, we're making the change to consign clouds. Yeah. So full disclosure, let's put a little disclosure out here. We are, (laughs) we recently transitioned to consign cloud. And why did we transition to consign cloud? Because our C chatters recommended it and not only recommend it consign cloud, but recommend it. We talk to John. And because they customer you service, although they called you Jonathan, <laughs> um, that the customer service and your ability to pivot and work with different types of businesses was just top notch. So I'm we, you know, you. yeah, yeah it's, it's been so left. gratifying to hear that, uh, you know, as I've started listening to your your podcast I, those little, little those little drops and recommendations like uh, Samantha and Michelle. Um, yeah recommending us it feels really good it's nice (laughs) that's good I mean you're there you know working so hard to provide this service and you know a lot of times when you're when you're in your role you don't get that feedback directly right you get it like word of mouth and people are recommending you and um, but you know we're here to tell you there are people that are speaking about it highly recommending it we are just we were so excited to be able to make the transition and uh, partner with Consign Cloud and have some of um, existing Consign Clouders enter our community and be mm-hmm. active. So that has really been, <clears throat> excuse me, very exciting. And we have revamped and we have opportunities available to us uh, that weren't previously because of Consign Cloud. And I mean, we're going to get into it. We're going to do a process video with our new process, but it, it's it's pretty amazing. It's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so exciting. And just knowing that if we have an issue, we're able to, to reach you. 
we're able to open that chat function. We're able to, you know, to talk directly with someone and it's not like, you know, some <laughs> nameless, faceless right. uh, company is, is huge. And I think a lot of resellers will appreciate do appreciate that because they're in that role themselves and can really understand how much it takes and how important that one-on-one customer service is. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. As we live more and more in a disembodied kind of internet first world where everything is outsourced or, you know, you've got chat bots to talk to uh, just, I think the, uh, the personal service really fits with the ethos of consignment, you know, yeah. consignment is about relationships and about community. It's not primarily about quid pro quo, you know, saving money, although that's all, that's all part of it. And that's a wonderful mm-hmm. part of it. But, you know, from what I've seen, uh, consignment stores really care about their consigners and care about their customers, care about their town, um, and, uh, and aren't just trying to make ends meet. They're trying to, you know, be on a mission. So. Yeah. We are a passionate, we are a passionate group, the consignment community, like we love what we do and the reselling community. Um, what, all right. So your customers come to you, like somebody is looking at consign cloud. What is the biggest problem? Like somebody that comes to you is facing with their business and how do you kind of navigate through that? Yeah. So I would say we have, two general patterns that we see most often and that's uh smaller businesses that are looking to get into software basically you know they've been doing things on pen and paper for a while uh whether it's been 30 years or you know six months still surprised (laughs) at how many people do do it by hand like not even a spreadsheet yeah Yeah. you know to be honest like sometimes people come to us and I just say, you know, your business is is too small to justify the cost of software. You should do it Mm -hmm. pen and paper. And what that does is, you know, it allows them to learn their processes and really make it their own. Um, You know, they then have to grow out of some of those more idiosyncratic processes as they go along into software. But uh, I think it it really does help solidify an understanding of your business and an ownership of your business. So that's, that's kind of one, one uh, set of customers. And then the other side is, is people who have, who have kind of built their business uh, to uh, to a more advanced state, and they're looking to um, sort of get online and start connecting with other other uh, businesses and services and different uh, segments of customers and that kind of thing. So, and that's that's a place that we're we're kind of like a work in progress. You know, we're we're looking at um, uh, integrating more with other services online, opening up an API on our software, uh, allowing people to bring their own developer to to connect. Um, but right now, like Shopify has been a really great bridge for us. Um, you know, you can build your own website on Shopify, but then they can allow you to publish to eBay, to Facebook Marketplace, Instagram, Poshmark, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So going forward, that's kind of where we want to end up is to help people to sustain their like, you know, the brick and mortar local community kind of consignment culture stuff uh, by, you know, getting online and and uh, reducing the amount of overhead that's required to do all that online selling. So the two have, you know, they have a synergy. I, I mean, that's a game changer for us is the integration with uh, Shopify and storing the photos. I don't want to get too in the weeds, but storing the photos directly in the system and it's linked automatically yeah. to Shopify. And then we have all these other avenues now open to us to sync things up. I mean, yeah. you know, our live selling, so it's just, it, it's just amazing the world that has opened because of this. And I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. All right. I don't <laughs> 
I don't want to be too gushing, but right, it is. Oh. <laughs> just done this, we're all in, right? We're yeah. All in. Yeah, and of course, so, the next step, the API. It may sound very technical, but you know, if you can hire a developer for a couple thousand dollars, you can you can push everything into what are your, whatever your accounting software is, whatever other online platforms you might want. Uh, you can build your own reports and all that kind of thing. So that's that's something we're looking at. Uh, it's kind of on hold for the moment, but uh, hopefully yeah. comes soon. Yeah, I mean, out of the box, you have everything that uh, we need, and we're pretty, um, I want to say, like, established as a consignment company. Yeah, yeah. I'd say you guys yeah, are. Yeah, and I'd say out of the box, um, yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, so we think every reseller should be consignment ready. Can you talk a little bit about, I mean, we know it's called Consign Cloud, and we know it can be used for consignment, but we also use, use it to manage our inventory in general not just consignment i mean it's easy to add a consigner in and it's just natural but i see a good fit um for really any reseller yeah yeah totally so um you know consignment is is sort of a species of inventory or or business model for mm -hmm. resale or or even retail you know so consignment is basically more complex than other uh, retail inventory or bio right uh, you might have. Um, what that means is it's really easy for us to support retail workflows. Um, consignment is the is the hard part. So uh, we put a lot of in, uh, effort into consignment early on, and we didn't actually support retail uh, a few years ago. Um, and people were asking for it all the time. Do you support retail? I have a mix of items in my store. And at one point we said, well, sure. Why not? <laughs> and we basically <laughs> removed a couple lines of validation from the code. And there, there we go. We support retail. So um, retail, as far as like the basics go, is is just a very, very simple uh, workflow and process. Consignment is where all the co complexity comes in. So, yeah, if, if you have a mix of items, it's really, really easy to use Consign Cloud for uh, for that and then to move in, into consignment when you're ready. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I'm, I think that if, all right. So if I was somebody that was just starting out as a reseller, I think this would be an incredible tool. And then I wouldn't have to make the switch later on to deal with the complexities of consignment. Or if Joe from down the street, all of a sudden had a big consignment for me, I could say, oh yeah. And I'm set and I'm ready and it just fits right into my process. There's nothing I really need to do differently. Um, I can add consignment into my reselling business. And yeah. I just, uh, I love that. I'm curious, is that is that something you see pretty frequently, people moving from retail into consignment? Because, you know, one of the cool things about consignment is it's easy to start a business. You know, you don't mm -hmm. have a lot of capital expenditure to start out with because you're not purchasing your inventory. You're just kind of sourcing it. Um, but is that something you see pretty often? Very, very often, very often. I would say the vast majority of resellers are resellers that are going out thrifting, um, you know, sourcing, and somebody comes to them and they say, oh, can you sell this for me? And like gotcha. you said, consignment can be a little complex, but if you have the system in place, if you know what your terms are, you just pop them in that inventory system and it's no big deal. You know what your payouts are, it's tracked. Um, I think that's the a very common road to consignment is actually somebody asking you because the second you tell somebody you're a reseller, what do they say, Molly? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, here's, I was going to say on top of that, I think that's changed in the last like three years or so because mm -hmm. selling has become True. so big. Um, 
with things like Poshmark coming up because people weren't jumping into eBay as easily. They were scared of it, but Poshmark made it easier for the stay-at-home mom. Um, but now they're seeing the value in eBay. So the, you know, we we always tell people go to eBay first and learn that first because it's the best platform worldwide. But I think in the last three years, really even so with, I say Poshmark, but also with the pandemic, um, you know, people were trying to figure out what to do, their home, what can I do, their clean, and they started reselling. And from there, it's just branched more and more and more to having that and then making sure that we, we constantly preach, and I'm going to say preach because we do preach, for those resellers to be consignment ready, to have that um, agreement at hand anytime, because you're always going to have somebody, whether it's your grandmother, your aunt, or your neighbor, or somebody random that finds you and says, oh, can you sell this Louie for me? And if you're not ready, you walk away, that's big bucks that you could make, you know? Yeah, it's big Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. It's essentially, if you're cash strapped, it's consignment is free inventory, right? You don't yeah. pay until it sells. Yeah. So just to be ready for that. Or um, you can buy outright, mm-hmm. which you would have to, you know, have the cash to be able to do that, be liquid enough to do that if that's the route you choose. But yeah. Right. yeah. And I think we have several that do both, you know, and I think several that are leaning to doing both. The more they listen to us and hear us <laughs> on our soapboxes about this, they're like, "Oh, wait a minute!" Hmm. Yeah, well, both models have great, uh, great characteristics to them. You know, like one of the most common ones is kind of it helps control your your inventory mix and your profit. Uh, you know, it's very common for kids stores that are selling a bunch of you know baby onesies to do those on buy outright because the the margin on each item is so low right. that it's worth the processing time that it takes to to track the consignment. Whereas, you know, they also sell high, high value items like strollers for $150 or something like that. And those, you know, they'll do consignment. They'll even do like a pretty low split on the consignment because the consigner is happy to get, you know, $40 off of that or something. And so they make all their money off of the consignment, but they sustain the business on the buyout, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, I think that Consign Cloud makes that really, I'm going to sound like a commercial here. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I don't mind. I think it makes it really easy to mix that, you know, buy outright, do consignment, um, you know, go thrifting, have your reseller items. It just makes it it makes it whatever you want to do, you can you can do it and you can track it and you can see where your profit is coming from. You can see where your inventory is coming from. And it's the best of all worlds. Right. To be able to do all of that. Best of, I'm, I'm going to finish your commercial. It's the best <laughs> of all worlds in one platform with a amazing personal customer service. Yeah. Let me, that's, <laughs> there's the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and we do it all. Like we, we've done it all. Like the buyout, right? The thrifting, the consignment, and just to be able to do it all and kind of balance your business that way and have a couple different, I mean, I look at it as kind of different revenue stream, revenue streams streams like it's not all coming from the same thing you have kind of different things going on but you can see everything in one consolidated place you can process everything there's no one off there's no oh go over here and do this and track this over here or you know no consignment goes over here it's just done yep so thank you for that because it's amazing hey i'm glad it's working (laughs) um so 
All right, so we have somebody out there and uh, they're thinking about starting a consignment shop. They're thinking about starting reselling. Um, maybe they're gonna start online. They're not in the brick and mortar. They're thinking about all that. What advice would you give them? Yeah, so I mean, I'm probably not the best person to ask about uh, running a consignment business. I haven't done it myself, uh, but uh, I have a couple things uh, that come to mind. You know, I, I would kind of double down on on what I said before, like what is special about consignment is is kind of that physical and relationship oriented experience. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a store can scale by listing online, but in the same way, buyers can also go anywhere to find cheap stuff. So that's not really what differentiates you from the rest of uh, retail and from the rest of resale. Um, you know, people's options are a lot more limited when it comes to finding places they want to spend their time. Uh, beautiful places they want to they want to actually go into. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, and I may be wrong about this, but it seems to me that a physical location is kind of the foundation for a lot of consignment businesses. I know that there's a lot um, that are e-commerce only, and I know mm -hmm. that that's where a lot of people get started. But kind of creating uh, creating a community and a location is is uh, is an exciting thing for for people, and it's the thing that has that stickiness. You know, you may get a customer passing through online, but you don't get a lot of repeat business that way. Um, having a, a physical location and kind of a locus that way uh, helps with the repeat business. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I would say is, uh, you know, look at how the retail wor world does things. Um, there's a ton of science that and analysis that has gone into retail because there's so much money in, you know, new retail. So figuring out uh, just like metrics for, for assessing your inventory as far as, you know, turn time and uh, days on shelf, cost of goods sold and, and all that kind of thing. Um, it, one thing I've noticed is that a lot of uh, folks who've been in business for a number of years get pretty attached to their own particular policies. Um, and they kind of lose the forest for the trees. They'll come to consign Cloud and they say, do you support this particular policy? And we'll all say, well, no, not exactly. Uh, we've never actually seen that before. And they'll say, well, I can't use your software then. And I mean, that's fine. <laughs> People can run their business the way they want. But it's a little bit of a shame because I know that that particular policy, you know, there's some edges to it that may be less uh, customer focused uh, than they would ideally like to be. Um, but just because they they feel like they built this business from the from the ground up, which they did, um, you know, they can't make that next step into growing their business and kind of adopting best practices from the re retail world. And that's something that I try to do. I spend a lot of time on Investopedia, uh, you know, looking up the technical terms for things and trying to figure out what exactly is the best way to do this. What is the correct way? What's the way that your accountant is going to understand? You know, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, I think I think your point of just being open and being able to pivot. I, we've pivoted so many times in the past ten years that I, my head my head is spinning. Um, but just you know, not being afraid to go back and look and reevaluate and try something a little bit different, and not just be invested in something because it is the way you've always done it, right? right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. things it's hard. Things change. Yeah, things do. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, it's hard to do. It's hard to do that. And sometimes you have to take a step back and just say, you know, look at the forest and not the trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, what's special about your business is it's your business. Like you are what makes it special. But you're also not, you know, you don't have a PhD in, in like retail economics, if that's such a thing. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's a How lot do of you know I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Assuming not, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess to answer your question, for, for someone who's actually starting a brand new business, I, I would say um, e-commerce is great. Uh, kind of looking at it as an, as an arbitrage sort, sort of uh, approach where you don't have to worry about branding and marketing right off the bat, and you kind of focus on the fundamentals of the business. Mm -hmm. You can sell widely, you can acquire widely, and once you get kind of comfortable with handling the inventory, uh, the rest of it is is something that you can kind of add on top. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a great place to start is just yes. with the arbitrage. And yeah, I mean that's a great great point. Just get the focus, you know, get the process down, and then you know start there because once you have your process, I think that's the hard part. I don't know. Molly's the branding expert. What do you think? Oh, I think it's a hard part. Well, I mean that's kind of how we evolved too, you know, is, is getting the process down. And um, I was listening to John talking about the difference between the store and online. And mm. we started brick and mortar. Now we're fully e-commerce. Um, but we have been able to create a phenomenal community in our online lives. So we do have a lot of repeat customers because we're so active in our Facebook page for our business. Um, I know you've been seeing our consignment chats part, but in Conchi consignment, we have a lot of things that we do actively in there and we have created quite a community. It's not easy. I was going to say, it's not as easy as when you have a physical location. It took us years to kind of figure out how to, right. how to build that community. It is, it's more work. It's, it's more work, work to build that online and those are yeah. customers for sure. And I've actually learned a ton from you guys about, about doing that online piece, uh, all the live events and, and stuff that you do. I, I never would have expected that there was that much, uh, going on the front end of the business. So, yeah, I mean, as far as, as far as the repeat business point, I would say like, if you're selling on eBay, no one cares who the buyer is, you know, but, but if you are building that online presence, that's, that's basically just an online version of what I'm talking about as far right. as community yeah. belonging and all that kind of thing yeah you just have to put the work in and figure out how to do that because it is easier in a storefront for sure yeah. And, yeah, and i think part of our success is that we had those years in the storefront so some of what helped us build our online community are those customers who missed us having the brick and mortar and coming in and spending time with us and so now they they get their fill of libby and molly by joining us online you know so yeah 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 once you have a brand you can you can make it reach uh but yeah the, the integrity of the brand is what's what's the core so yeah absolutely and i think with um now with shopify and the integration with our lives live sales and everything we're doing and that is going to make it so much better uh for our community and kind of provide that a, a little more we have an app now so a little more, of a, little more of a feel and app, uh, thanks to, I don't know that we could have done it without Consign Cloud and right. integration with Shopify. So um, yeah, it's been a month of evolution um, based on us looking at the forest and not the trees and going, <laughs> oh, all right, I think we can do things a little differently here. Yeah. There's, a, there's a better way. I think we're just really, we need to pivot again. <laughs> talk, talk about having to take a deep breath and go, okay, I can handle change because we did a lot of change by, you know, moving over to Consign Cloud and app and comments. So we did a lot in one month and I've 
I'm proud of us that we did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. A lot of it had to do with the help of your customer service and what you did to help us move over and get it done so easily. I mean, it was just easy. Yeah, because change is hard. Change is hard. And people don't like it. Like, it's a natural no. thing not to no. like change. But <laughs> it was this, and coming from, I did, um, I was a project manager for systems integrations for, for years. And this went so, so well. <laughs> so well. <laughs> How do you eat an elephant, you know, one bite at a time? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. A lot of people will come to me and they'll they'll kind of freak out because they they see the size of the problem. And I, mm-hmm. I, I try to help them break it down and just say, well, here's these here's these steps. You know, we'll do a dry run of your import and then we'll actually bring it over and we want to do it outside of business hours. So you're not processing sales and messing your data up at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I know I know what that process looks like, so I'm able to help with that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it, it can be a lot simpler than, than it appears at first, at first look. Uh, yeah. I agree. And just having like somebody to say, it's going to be fine. Look, we're going to do this. We're going to test it out. We're going to, this is the next step. This is the next step is huge, <laughs> huge. Yeah. So, um, <coughs> excuse me, go, go ahead, ahead, Molly. I was just going to ask John where we can find him. I know he's in our C-Chats community. If you guys have questions, um, I'm sure he will be there and answer them if you direct them or we can direct them to him. Um, But where where could somebody find you if they had an interest? The best place to start is is just our website, consigncloud.com. We we put most uh, most of our work into that website. Uh, that's that's front and center. So uh, look for that. Uh, you can feel free to sign up for a free trial and get into the software. We have a little chat icon as well on our on our website and in a, in the software. So that's the easiest way to kind of get into our queue um, so we can serve you better. Um, but yeah, email us at support at consigncloud.com if you have any questions. And yeah, we have a, a Facebook and an Instagram account. Um, we're slowly starting to move more into actually maintaining those <laughs> I've been focused on building the product for so long. You know, I can only wear so many hats, sure. but, uh, yeah, I mean, drop into the C chats, uh, Facebook group and I'll be around. Yeah. I, I have to say, all right. Favorite feature of the software is that chat functionality, because yeah. when you have a problem like in front of you, or you're looking at a customer and you need an answer, oh, <laughs> it's like, Hey. I did not have that before. And it is just awesome. Most of the time, it's just a simple, silly question, but I need an answer like right then and there. And I'm sure a lot of people with brick and mortar um, have experienced that probably sure on a more intense yeah, level than, than I have recently. But yeah, sure. I mean, that's, that's just ugh, priceless. <laughs> yeah, we get a ton of mileage out of that. People people use it a lot, but it also helps us to keep organized on our side rather than having emails floating around everywhere. So, yeah, it's a great way to go. Smart. So, thank you for providing that. Well, clearly we are big fans, right, of John and of Consign Cloud, and um, Libby is going to link up all of the information um, on the in the show notes for everybody, yep. so you can get it all together and have it all right at your fingertips. Um, John, I can't. We cannot thank you enough for coming here and being a part of this and talking to our sea chatters about all that you do. Yeah, of course, and thank you. I I really appreciate everything that you guys do. Uh, it's exciting to see you grow, your community grow. So thanks for having thank me. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. 
It's a good one. Oh my gosh. I hope everybody loved that as much as I did. I should say we, because I know you did too. Yes. What an awesome way to enter the world of reselling or consignment and get your process up and ready from the beginning. So whether you're using this or another consignment software or a spreadsheet or a notebook, um, I think that this was probably worth a listen for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I learned some things and got some things out of it. I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about before. So yeah, every reseller should be consignment ready. So if you're a reseller and you're how you're going to track your inventory and how you're going to, you know, help your friends and family when they come to you with the items, uh, this is a pretty good solution. Yeah. So I'm going to link up everything uh, in the show notes and you can connect with us in our Facebook community where we talk about all sorts of ways of tracking consignment. This is one of the options and we are just happy to be working with John and Consign Cloud. Yes. And he, as he mentioned, will be happy to answer questions as will Libby and I, and we have a couple others in the group that use it. So Libby's going to add a link that you can download the software. You can check it out. Yeah. I'm just, I just love, I love that, that he, the hats that he wears, he knows them and all those different hats helps him serve us better. Yeah. I mean, when I was speaking to him, I really, you know, felt a lot of, uh, a lot of similarities, like I said, with different resellers and how we all wear so many different hats. And a lot of us are in charge of, you know, the marketing, the software, the tracking, the what else? I don't know, dealing with consigners, customer service, you know, there's so many different hats we all wear. And just to have um, people that understand and are compassionate about that and empathetic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because he wears those hats, yeah, he's able to be more empathetic because he's been learning so much from the different ones. So, yeah. Good and, and constantly pivoting, not afraid to pivot, not afraid to take on new challenges. Uh, I think that was one of the things why Samantha and Michelle actually um, recommend it is because they said, you know, he was he was willing to work with them. Now, Michelle has a brick and mortar and Samantha's online. So both ends of the spectrum. Oh. Uh, and us, Molly and I do consignment, buyout, right, um, regular retail sales. So. Yeah, we're doing it all between the three of us. (laughs) We all speak highly of this. Hey, I want you to talk about Patreon, but before that, I want to tell everybody, make sure that you like this video, you subscribe. If you're listening on podcasts, please leave us a review and uh, download that. Download us in there so you get all our episodes. Um, But our Patreon has just been getting more and more exciting. So I thought maybe you should say a little something. All right. So we are just coming off of a Patreon meeting. Um, this is recorded a couple of weeks in advance. So we do it uh, a meeting the second Tuesday of every month, uh, if you're part of our group. And I have to say, every time I leave there, I leave there with so many ideas and so inspired. And I just love chatting with our sea chatters. Yes. And- Wow, I think we came up with some really good solutions for for different um, businesses. Yeah, Mm -hmm. problems. Um, Just talked it out. We had accountability. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at my numbers. And then I'm going to help someone out with um, our spreadsheet. Yeah. 
our listing calculator kind of fell to the back there for a while. And I was so glad that came up in our meeting today. So what we have is this on our website, consignmentchats.com, you can download a free listing calculator. And the reason I did this calculator was for myself. I didn't know how much I needed to list in a day to hit my income goals. So I made a listing calculator and it breaks it down uh, yearly. You plug in what you want to make for the year and then you see what your goals need to be daily or weekly or however you want to look at it. So if you haven't grabbed a copy of that, I would go do it, plug your numbers in, kind of see where you are. If you're thinking about going um, full time, definitely do this. If you are part time and want to make a certain amount of money and you have a goal, this is a great tool to help you kind of figure out how to get there. Yep. What the actual steps you need to do every day are. So and exciting. Yeah, I, we need to talk about that listing calculator more. I know, I know. Yeah. Put it up there, talked about it, and then kind of let it go to the wayside. But yeah. now we've got somebody who needs it and is going to learn how to use it. And it's it's just an amazing tool you've created. So thank you. Thank you from all of us. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. I'm going to go revisit because I want to make some more money. So I, I actually, see what I need to do. I actually am sitting here thinking I'm going to go plug in numbers because I need to figure out myself again and get it back together. Yeah. Yeah. With That's another kid going to college next year, I might need, I might need an adjustment. Yeah. I might need a little adjustment. I might need a little adjustment. <sighs> yeah. Those kids, you know, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, in, yeah. so y'all go look over, go to consignmentchats.com. That's where you can find our Patreon links and anything else that you want to find out about us. Um, I just really love the Patreon. If you want some untaped, unrecorded, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Community time, some networking with other businesses mm -hmm. where we're there to support each other. Yep. Join in because it's a lot of fun. And I, mean, I really like to say, I don't like to share my number, really share my numbers on YouTube or podcasts. I don't think that's appropriate. Uh, but we do share them in the networking group. If you, if you, would like to in the Patreon group. It's because it's not recorded. We can just be free and talk real. Real life. Real life, real numbers, real struggles, real ideas. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that. SimonChats.com. Until next time, Libby. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time.